Welcome to the Garver Show coming to you on January 16th. Stay tuned after the episode for a quick update I want to provide regarding guests and celebrity guests. But I don't want to waste any more of your time. So let's get into NFL football starting with the Chiefs and Texans. The Texans went into Arrowhead Stadium and destroyed the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh wait, that's right, the Texans got decimated after being up a grand total 24 to nothing and it wasn't shocking at all. Let me explain why, but first, here's Deshaun Watson after the game defending Bill O'Brien. I mean, you might have doubt, but there's no doubt. I mean, I love that man, I'm going to play hard for that man, and I mean, y'all can say whatever y'all want to say you know, through all the media and all the writing, but as long as I'm at quarterback, he's it's cool with me. The man Watson is defending is the very man I'm blaming, Bill O'Brien. And the worst playoff loss I have ever seen in my entire life. First, how did the Texans even get up 24-0? Well, let's discuss it. I mean, the first score was on a busted coverage on Kenny Stillens for a deep touchdown. Then it was a muffed punt. And then after a legitimate drive that put them up 21-0, head coach Bill O'Brien decided to take the field goal on a 4th and 1 after calling a timeout to make it 24-0. So instead of the coach enforcing his wrath, he kept the game a 3 full possession game. And I would be okay with that, but look at the team you're facing. It's probably the best quarterback in the game in Patrick Mahomes, a Hall of Fame coach in Andy Reid who has been there a whole hell of a lot longer than you have, and the supporting cast of the best tight end and one of the best receivers in the game in Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. So you call the timeout and take the field goal at 10.58 remaining and only the second quarter. And if you're smart, you're thinking, there's so much time left in this game. Like, almost too much time left. And that was the start of it. I mean, you were thinking about it, and I was thinking about it. Kansas City drives down the field after a big kick return and scores, and the Texans get the ball back. And what does Bill O'Brien do? He then decides, let's double a wrong with another wrong, and going completely off script, and going for a fake punt at their own 31-yard line when Kansas City already cut the deficit down to 17. What are you doing? You're handing it literally right to them with that field position. I mean, Patrick Mahomes doesn't even have to travel half field. That was a true game-changing moment, and Kansas City showed it. Patrick Mahomes was unstoppable from that point. To me, that game is exactly why Mahomes is the best quarterback in the National Football League, and he probably will be for the next 15 years. The NFL has a real gem with him. Next, we have the Tennessee Titans stunning the number one seed Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. And this game represented many of the things that the other game we just talked about did not. Didn't it almost seem like when the Titans were ahead, they stayed ahead? That's because they did. And not to be too harsh on the Texans, but this is what being in control of the game feels like. 
From the beginning, I felt as if Baltimore was a little weary of the moment, and Lamar Jackson might have been trying to play too MVP-ish, and by that I mean overcomplicating things and not going with the flow, but Tennessee had total control of the game. I mean, let me tell you, when Tennessee went up big, it just didn't feel like Baltimore was coming back, and maybe it's because recently, this is a team we haven't seen with much playoff success, but the same goes with the Titans. Hand to Henry, Henry handles the contact, and there goes Derrick Henry! Henry has got major speed for a big man, and he takes it inside the 10! Size, speed, imposing, and a crowd quieter here in Baltimore for 66 yards! You see, what creates postseason success more times than not is the ability to run the football. And if you're the Chiefs coming up, you have to contain the run because I don't think you're stopping Derrick Henry. I mean, you must force Ryan Tannehill to throw the ball. This is a guy that had 72 yards in the wild card at New England and now 88 yards against Baltimore. They're two elite defenses. Kansas City is not. If Kansas City wants to win this game, they have to make him throw the damn ball in Arrowhead Stadium and not let Tennessee dictate how the game goes with the run in terms of time of possession. Now I want to talk about the conference championship round for just a second. Listen, it's possible to just be a decent team in the Final Four, especially this year. I mean, if the Titans somehow manage to win the Super Bowl, I don't know if they'll be on that next year. And the same goes with the Green Bay Packers. In fact, I'm making this case more about the Green Bay Packers than the Tennessee Titans. Listen, rookie head coach Matt LaFleur, it's been a tremendous year, but the Packers, I'm sorry, they are just not that threatening to me. I look at these teams who have home field possession and I really see a drastic difference in talent between them and their opponents. Now that doesn't mean at the slightest I'm saying the Packers or the Titans will lose. In fact, I think both have a good shot at going to the Super Bowl. After that, they could win the Super Bowl. Who knows? But I also do not believe in the long run that the Packers and the Titans are on that. Maybe if the Titans can get a quarterback next season, because this is a quarterback-driven league as we know, and longevity-wise, Consistency-wise, everything in this league depends on that quarterback position. They're not going to keep winning with Ryan Tannehill for future years to come unless if Ryan Tannehill just keeps his magical streak up. And maybe if the Packers show me that consistently they can secure a bye and get home field advantage because they typically burn out in the playoffs as we know. And perhaps it's not fair to compare the Packers or the Titans. I mean, especially since I'm making this case more for the Green Bay Packers. I mean, the Titans are two wins away from being Super Bowl champions without practically a quarterback. And nobody expected them to be there. That's pretty good. And the Green Bay Packers are two wins away. I get it, rookie head coach. They have one of the best quarterbacks of all time. The fact that the Packers haven't been Super Bowl champions even more should speak on why that is. Mike McCarthy was there earlier. Sure. Okay, great. New head coach is there. You're not getting any slack. You need to win the Super Bowl. And what I've seen from the eye test, from the Green Bay Packers watching them, is 
I'm not that impressed. I mean, sure, they can make huge plays. Aaron Rodgers on Sunday made two spectacular throws on third down. But when you remove all of that, did the Green Bay Packers really impress you much throughout the season and also in that Sunday's contest? I mean, they're playing a banged-up Seattle football team, a team that either they would have played the Seahawks or the Eagles, they would have whacked both of them, you would think, because the Green Bay Packers are getting healthier, and both of these teams are just depleted, and it was a close game, too close for comfort, in my opinion, and I just don't think the Packers are as good as people are making them out to be, and their last meeting with the 49ers resulted in a loss 37-8 on November 24th, so maybe Maybe it will be different and maybe the Packers get to the Super Bowl and they win it. But I think it would have to take the 49ers underperforming for that to happen because Green Bay just beat a banged up Seattle team like I said. And for Tennessee, I hope they can win. What a story it will be if the Tennessee Titans could be Super Bowl champions. You know, I'm just here to watch the game and have fun. But at the same time, the Kansas City Chiefs and what they showed me last weekend, if they can keep any bit of the that momentum going into Arrowhead at home this week, they're winning that game because Patrick Mahomes is unstoppable when he's in the zone and the Chiefs, who wouldn't want to see a Super Bowl between the Chiefs and 49ers, two of the most talented teams we've seen all year, both in their respective conferences, it's going to be a great Super Bowl on February 2nd, 2020. Thank you for listening to the Garvaroa Show. Before we totally end it, I just want to give a quick update on the collaborative and debatable shows with guests. We have some more equipment coming in for colleagues so multiple people can be talking at once. It's something that's been a struggle with only one studio microphone, but expect February for equipment to be in and to start hearing a lot more conversational episodes with guests who I'll be debating on the spot with. And for the mini-series and live shows, we are in the talks for several locations to host and sponsor us. The show now has a video department, which is very nice, so I'm excited to keep you updated on our announcement for some of the shows and other content coming to our video platform. So besides that, thank you for listening, enjoy the day, and God bless.